Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. It's episode 202. I'm recovering. I've got my co-host, Robert, with me as well. And we've got a great guest. Well, and I'm going to butcher his uh, name, but yeah. <laughs> and, and that's Jack Korosi. I apologise, but I, I am infious about destroying my guest's surnames. <laughs> Jack, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Yeah, my name is uh, Jack Kazakowski, and I'm the CEO of the U.S. Division of a global agency called Creation Agency, also the co-founder of a, of a media um, site called skillslab.io, and um, just a really, really passionate guy about helping, you know, educate individuals and, um, you know, helping companies really use digital to turn it into dollars, um, you know, whether that's small business, medium business, a, a big piece of our business is tech companies, but, um, you know, we do also work with people in the real estate tech field and multiple other fields as well. Yeah, I've watched some of Jack's uh, interviews online. He's a real expert on how to use social media to actually get clients, real leads, and I thought it would be a great person to come on and talk about social media in general, specifically also Facebook and Instagram. And I've got my great co-host, Robert. Robert, would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? <laughs> I would love to. So my name is Robert Newman. I am an inbound marketer, which is a fancy way of saying that uh, I, I use attraction marketing to get people to websites and then get those people to do something that we want them to do, such as create leads. And uh, I'm a, I've been focused on real estate for the last 12 years. Yeah, so, that sounds uh, great. And it's his, his birthday in a couple of days' time, isn't it? It is, it is. And I, I constantly get people messaging in from the show and other places and going, oh, you look 35. So hold on to your seats, guys. I am not 35. I am turning 49, not not some much younger age. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, somebody that I that I that I reviewed a whole bunch of our shows that actually contacted me was like, "Yeah, you can't be out of your mid thirties." And I'm like, "Man, I'm almost as old as you. Is fifty? Well, just take it. Any blessings you get, you know. There we are. Right. And I'm the founder of MailRight. We're a great platform that gets real estate agents quality leads. And we do that by using the power of Facebook. And we provide a number of tools that will make your life easier and get the quality leads that you're looking for. If that sounds interesting, go to mail-right.com and find out some more. Right, Jack. So in this world of social media, you know, you, know, you said your mum's also a real estate agent. Have you got any kind of insights initially about how to use social media if you're a real estate agent the right way? And then maybe give some insights about why so many people don't use it that well. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the thing about a real estate agent in most cases, unless you're in you know big markets, but the smaller markets is you don't have a lot of competition, right? I mean, you're not, you don't have thousands of, of real estate agents in Marshalltown, Iowa, where my mom's from, right? You've got about, you've got about 10 to 15 competitors. So my question would be is how are you winning attention of people that could potentially want to buy a new house or, you know, sell a house in the next six months, right? So I think where a lot of people go wrong is they use, in real estate is they use it as a reactive tool instead of a proactive tool. And, uh, 
you know, th- there's so many simple method methods and, and strategies that we've implemented for my mom. One is, you know, just uh, getting, she's very heavily involved in the community, right? So um, one of the things that we've noticed is that people like to do business with people that are doing good things in the community, right? Especially in a smaller area. So, you know, not selling, but amplifying, you know, hey, we're raising money for this. We're doing, we're raising money for this. And then running at retargeting ads to those people about a house that's for sale, right? So it's how do you introduce yourself um, from a marketing perspective, from a personal branding perspective? How do you introduce yourself? What's the first introduction? Uh, you know, we're raising money for the new park that's going in town, right? People are get excited. Okay, cool. Love to see that you're helping us, you know, build a new park in town. And then the next thing you know is they're getting a retargeted ad on Instagram, um, Facebook, to say, hey, we've got, look at this property, right? We've got an open house on uh, Tuesday at 9 a.m. You know, so you're kind of building credibility and then using business on the back end of that to kind of drive the drive the, the sales conversation. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Over to you, Robert. Me? Yes, you. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> it's going to be difficult. Hey, but... I love the challenge of the personal branding play, okay? I, I, I love it. So if, if you want to challenge it, I'm cool with it. Yeah, go on. Well, it's, um, here's, here's the, so, so to our audience, I posed a question to Jack before the show started. Um, many years ago, I had a chance to consult with uh, Ryan Serhant. And at the time, he was, he was looking for some help converting quite literally tens of thousands of visitors off his Twitter feed into actual usable leads for his, his high-end luxury real estate businesses before he founded Nest Seekers and moved into the CEO role of a brokerage and so on and so forth. And at that particular time, while I do believe he was occasionally making connections, it was extremely hard for him to leverage social media. And over the years, I've also had a chance to talk to uh, Joyce Ray and a couple of other people. um, and, And it tends to be one of those things where steering conversations off social media in a direction that actually equals revenue seems to be a very challenging thing on, on using social media platforms because for whatever reason, there seems to be a lot of dialogue happening on those platforms. Now, I'm not saying that, that it couldn't be done, but I asked Jack what he would do and he had an answer for me at that time. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say that's part of a question, Jack. And then I'm also going to say I have a second question. Uh, because Jack mentioned, hey, this person has a huge brand and most likely there was, there was factors about having credibility online that might impact his actual revenue. I don't disagree. I would, say, I would ask this question, though, because 99% of the people that listen to this show, they're not Ryan Serhant or Joyce Ray. Yeah, they're, actually, exactly. yep. they're actually probably like the young lady that Jonathan and I interviewed a while ago where she's got maybe... 150 people in her circle of influence, and she's desperately trying to figure out how to leverage those 150 people. So I'm going to ask you this question. How would you build a social media audience with the intent of selling to it from scratch in the real estate business? Um, So I would tell you that Twitter is not the right place to be in the first place. So I would have told Ryan Sirhan to say, why are you wasting your time on Twitter when you're in real estate, right? That would have been my, my, my absolute first. But I think where... Where this gets really powerful, and I think a lot of real estate agents don't understand it, is the power of targeting that we have with link, with Instagram and LinkedIn or Facebook. So, you know, if I was on, if I if I was consulting real estate agent, the first thing I would say is pick um, 
your Facebook and Instagram as your two, your platform. Don't don't worry about anything else, in my opinion, other than building your email list, right? So you know, you have you have channels to build your email list, but I think where the where a lot of people go wrong is the targeting, right? So you know, build your Facebook page, build your Instagram page, turn it into a business uh, page in Instagram, and start to run ads. I think if I was starting right now as a new real estate agent, one of the things that I would do is um, I would do uh, I would do Facebook lives at open houses, right? I would Facebook live an open house um, and do a really, really quick walkthrough of something. And then I would turn that into an ad and geo-target that towards, I'm going to use Marshalltown, Iowa as an example. My mom's a real estate agent there, right? Um, I would do zip code 50158, um, which is the zip code in, in Marshalltown. And I would take that live and I would boost that with a link to the listing on my site and I would run that to dr- just drive engagement, right? To get people talking. And then I would keep building these kind of retargeting structures around, um, you know, different content strategy. And I don't know if we have enough time for that, but, you know, one of the content strategies is what are you doing for the community, right? What do you, you know, if you join the Chamber of Commerce, how are you helping the Chamber of Commerce um, amplify uh, a, an event that they have coming up that other business owners should come into? Because we know that if I'm a real estate agent, I want to do, I want to get as network with as many business owners as possible, right? Because typically they have a little bit higher pocket books in most cases. So I'm thinking about my ideal buyer and my content strategy, but I'm really using retargeting on Facebook and Instagram ads, a dollar a day, $5 a day, not that much to get visibility into those target zip codes of people that I'm looking to get into those homes to take a look at or to become a potential buyer and be a potential sales conversation. Okay. That, that, was, that was fantastic. I agree with everything that you just said. For our audience, though, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the slow down and rewind button, and I'm going to say a couple of things that, that, that Jack mentioned that I feel kind of fall into either the intermediate skill level for social selling or advanced skill level for social sell, selling. So Facebook Live. Facebook Live is, for, for a lot of you, I think you might know what it is. You may not know how to use it. Um, we're Facebook live right now, which is where the three of us are being recorded onto our Facebook page our business page. And that's how we're using Facebook live. So, uh, John, I'm going to actually ask you, cause I, I don't use it that much. Just real quickly. Can you say, how does somebody find where to go Facebook live on their Facebook page real, real quick, just so that we can start at the very basic part of this. Well, it's normally you can either utilize your personal profile or your business page. I think, and you, I think you should set up a business page because you, you know, um, because you're going to use it for paid advertising. So you, sh- um, so you set up your business page, like I say, but either of them, there's a tag at the top where you can either post normally or post uh, a video, but it normally says. Facebook Live as well. It gives you the option. Um, on the mobile app, a lot of people are going to be using their iPhone or Android. It's even easier there. There's actually a specific app that you can utilize. So they're probably going to be using a mobile device. Um, because we're doing a podcast, I use the desktop. Um, and there's different forms of software uh, an application, depending if you're on PC or Mac. I mean, it's pretty easy. There's a go. If you go to your, yeah. if you go if you go to post something. There's a go. There it is, right there. Right. Let's zoom in. Go live button right here. I can't. Why wouldn't? Come on, zoom in. 
but you, you hit go live and it says start live video. Yeah. It's really, really simple. And I mean, my mom can do it. Anybody can do it. <laughs> Let's be honest. My mom is not technologically advanced. Um, and I taught her how to do it in about five minutes, but she literally has a tripod. She takes a tripod to an open house and she stands in front of it and she talks about it and she takes the tripod around for about five minutes, shows you the room, shows you the bathroom, shows you the backyard and that's it. Right. I mean, it's like, it's super simple, but I think your point, Jonathan is, um, you know, you can do it on your personal page. So like, if you're like a super beginner and this, you're like, oh, I don't, you're talking where my head perfect, you know, just like you do a post, go do a live, have your mobile phone, talk into it flip the screen around and walk around it on your personal page. And, um, you know, your personal connections would see it. But I think the powerful thing is if you put it on your public page, you can spend $10 and target thousands of people to watch the video in a local area. What I would like your advice on is the reason why I introduced the personal profile on the business page, because it's always a, it's always a difficult one because you're, you're going to have, especially a video, if you push it to your, personal profile a lot of people initially are going to see it where if you put it on your business page a lot less people are going to see it unless you um use money to advertise that post and the main thing is don't press that boost um that post button you know that boost button um you then because you're just throwing your money away you really need to go into business manager um, which is a, another whole topic. And the, and that's why people tend to freeze, don't they? Because then they're going to have to go into business manager. And well, I, think you, I think that's another one problem with most real estate agents, though, is they don't want to spend money on advertising, right? I mean, that's my experience. And um, plain and simple, you can network your way to a certain amount of business. But at some point, if you want to kind of take it to the next level, you do have to invest um you know, money, right? I mean, whether that's into SEO to, to optimize your website or, you know, to um, understand how to build an email list and have some strat- paid strategies around that, right? I mean, there's, there's so many different things that have to happen when you want to get to that next level. I've had to have that conversation with my mom as a real estate agent, right? It's like, you know, you have to do something differently and it's going to cost you a little bit of money, right? How much money that's up to you. But, um, you know, Facebook and Instagram ads can be a very, very cheap, um, attention grabbing strategy, right? Is it going to be the bee's knees and a, is it a silver bullet? Hell no. I mean, there's no, <laughs> no silver bullets in anything, right? But I think it does give you um, a competitive advantage, especially in laggard markets where your competitors aren't doing anything like that, right? They're not, they're not, they might have a billboard up or something, but they're not doing anything innovative in a, from a targeting perspective. I think, you know, the average person spends 45 minutes a day scrolling through Facebook. Feed, their Facebook feed, right? Imagine if you could be the real estate agent that um, at least twice or three times a week, they see one of your properties in their feed. And um, you do that over a three months period of time. And when they're ready to buy, um, if you've owned their attention, who are they going to buy from, right? Or at least who are they going to have a conversation with if they don't already have an existing relationship? Well, that's great. We're going to go for our break. When we come back, I, I want to ask Jack more about Instagram and what he thinks of the platform, give them some advice and insights into that. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. 
We're coming back. We've had a bit of a feast about Facebook. Robert looks a little bit bored, but he's, I think he's happy. He's, pump, he's pumping himself up for his birthday, so he's happy. He's a happy, jolly guy. Uh, um, Jack looks puzzled. I would be puzzled if I was <laughs> if I was a guest on this show, but at least hopefully you're going to make the experience a bit better for him. <laughs> Instagram. Um, what what are your thoughts about it? Um, got any insights about how a real estate agent, specifically around Instagram, should be utilizing that platform, Jack? You know, so this is a tough one for me because um, I love Instagram, uh, but I would have to agree with Robert on this one. Is like it's a really tough platform um, in real estate, in my opinion. Other than ads, using ads for specific targeting, it's a really hard platform to build an audience without spending a lot of money. And, um, you know, is it the right place for real estate? I don't know. What I tell people is, if you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of Tony Robbins modeling, uh, you know, perspective is like, okay, if you're in real estate, how do you know what you should be doing? Well, I say, okay, go, go find other real estate agents in, in, on Instagram, see what they're doing and model it in your own way, right? I mean, you know, you can't copy their strategy. But what I will tell you is that I think Instagram stories is interesting, right? Yeah, this is the, the, that, that's where I was leading you to, actually, yeah. because I, I agree. Um, I've got a love-hate affair because we, we introduced the ability of our system to post to Instagram a month ago, but I'm not a great active user of Instagram. I'm on Facebook and I'm on, yeah. on Twitter um, for other reasons. Um, I'm a great believer in Facebook still, but um, and I believe in YouTube as well. Um, but Instagram, it, it, I'm in and out with it, but, but that part of it I'm interested in. So speak some more about that, Jack. Yeah, I think you go back to, you know, goes back to kind of telling the story of when you're in a house, right? Um, you know, taking a, you know, taking a 15 second video of, uh, of the entryway and you know you can have you know six seven little different mini segments you could actually even go live i mean the thing about this stuff for this is why i tell people is it's free to use right i mean doing a live stream if you've got three thousand connections on facebook what's it gonna hurt right as long as you're not overdoing it and you're you know you, some people will be interested and some people won't right but it doesn't hurt to put yourself out there you have to as a real estate agent right you know if you want to get more connections you want to get more eyeballs and you want to get more sales well, then you got to put out something that can get you to that point, right? The one-to-one relationship thing is like, it doesn't scale um, unless you're, it's over a long period of time, right? So, you know, that's where I struggle with people is like, well, just put stuff out there, test it, right? I mean, do something that's free, you know, don't go out and pay for ads. You know, first force yourself to get good on video, right? I mean, you're going to have some shitty videos. You might put out a, a live stream that looks kind of crappy, well, just delete it, right? Until you get it to the point where you've had enough practice and now you're good on video and kind of showing around. You know, one of the things that my mom um, does once in a while is she just gives you five tips, right? She just goes on video and says, hey, like, you know, here's five tips to get the price of your your home value up, right? I mean, and she just tells you because she's an expert in the field, here's five things you're probably not thinking about. And she puts it on video and you'd be amazed how many people are like, wow, you know, I never thought about that. That's great. You know, whether they got something out of the one tip or not, but you're just consistently kind of building your credibility, giving that value through education, um, getting people excited through showing them what, a, what potentially in their next house could look like, right? How do you get people excited about and thinking about buying a new house? Put a damn really awesome house that's a lot better than the one they have in front of them over and over and over enough times, right? Um, so, you know, you got to get strategic. 
And these channels are just another medium of communication. And, you know, you just got to figure out how to take advantage of them for free in the beginning. And then if you start to figure out, hey, this does make sense, start to put some money behind it, you know, a little bit at a time and, and um, along with the other strategies, right? Uh, how am I building my email list? How am I nurturing people? There's so much, there's so much you can be doing, but I would say doing nothing is the worst strategy. <laughs> That's true. So, um, and to get on about what you mentioned in the first part of the show, you mentioned retargeting through Facebook. Can you give us, because obviously me and Robert understand it and, uh, and some of our listeners, because we've been going on about that for months, but we get a lot of new listeners and viewers and thank you very much for coming on the show, listening to us. Can you give us some background on what you meant by retargeting? Yeah, so I'll give you an example. So let's say that you did an open house um, and you live streamed it on uh, your company Facebook page. Well, let's say you had a thousand people that viewed it for um, 10 seconds or more. What you can do is you can actually take those, ten, those uh, you know, thousand people that viewed it 10 seconds or more and you can build a retargeting audience. So let's say your first video goes up and you had a thousand people viewed it. So your next um, video that you go up, you're going to run an ad to those thousand people to see, to get them to, to see that ad again for another house, right? Now let's say that, you know, 2000 people watch that plus 500 watch the other one. Now you've got your third video has 2,500 people to retarget. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to get the same people to watch something over and over and over. They say uh, online, it takes seven to nine uh, touches before somebody would, you know, even make a purchase decision. Right. And that's talking about e-commerce, um, you know, small ticket size. Not, we're not talking about a hundred thousand dollar house. So maybe it takes 15 touches for them to, to, to finally be confident to make the decision, say, I'm going to call Jack. I want to buy my house from him. I've been following him for a really long time. I've been watching what he's doing. I love um, the properties that he's got listed, whatever that may be. But you know, there's also website retargeting, right? So anybody that's come to your website in the last 30 days, you're going to retarget those certain people. There's many different types of retargeting strategies that you could be using right away. One would be if you're a, a realtor and you've got an email list of 5,000 people, but you only have a 10, a 15% open rate. Well, how do you get those other people, 85%, um, rather than calling them, you put them into a Facebook ads, right? And you retarget your email list, right? You put up those videos that you're doing live streaming at a home, at, a, at an open house. You retarget those people on your email list with a video on a channel where they live because maybe they don't check their email or the email address is bad, or it's another great way to get people re-engaged. So we've tested it where we've taken an email list of 10,000 people that only has about a 20% open rate. We've uploaded that email list in, and we've actually increased our email open rate by doing retargeting strategies on social media, right? To get them re-back engaged to say, oh, well, I forgot about this, um, and getting them to sign up for something else. So you know, retargeting is the most powerful tool that we have with digital and online, but most realtors have no strategy for that to stay in front of people on multiple channels over time. Um, they just kind of stuck in one channel in most cases. It's understandable. And obviously, um, because Jake, you know, when I watched your other videos, obviously, you know, you do a lot of podcasts and information on business to business. Um, and they're great stuff, Jack. Um, but obviously, when it comes to real estate, there's very few real estate agents that have built a list of 
five or even 10,000 on their list. You know, it's something that me and Robert have been consistently hammering away that yeah. you need to build up a database. You need to... And Especially because, brokers, right? I mean, brokers, like, are, like you've got real estate agents that come and go and you have no, you know, you're not, as a brokerage, building a full database of all these people throughout your realtors. I mean, you know, brokers is even more imperative that they build an email list from all of the real estate agents that are going to come and go um, and their customers are going to come and go, right? Well, it is true, but, you know, some of the most indifferent, painful um, email campaigns tend to come from the brokerage database. Yeah. Um, I, I'm actually interested in, would you agree with that, Robert? You know, oh right. Uh, um, some of the most indifferent email marketing on earth come from brokerages. Um, I don't know why, but uh, um, I do know why because it's a bit linked to um, some of your other conversations you've had recently. Because uh, you had one on a, a podcast where you were saying, you know, it's related to LinkedIn and Facebook, where you said you would select like ten of your closest the target audience and you would try and engage them in conversation. And then you were talking about when, when is it the time to actually do outreach to people? And then the same thing, I think you can, you can utilize that structure to a real estate agent because you do this outreach and then there should be a time where you should be more proactive and you do outreach is any any got any thoughts about that, Jack? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, like if if I was in real estate, um, and I do actually. I'm not in real estate, but I do this anyway, so I practice what I preach. But you know, your Facebook feed, your personal Facebook feed, is a goldmine for referrals, right? So, like, what a lot of people do is they look at their Facebook feed and they go, "Oh, this person could never buy from me. I'm not going to engage with them. They they could never buy from me." But the problem that you don't realize is that they might not be able to buy from you, or they might not be in the market, but they're their uncle could be, right? Their uncle that's looking for a house um, and is looking to move to your area. So, you know, staying in touch with people, like just a simple, like happy birthday, right? Hey, just wanted to wish you a a happy birthday. Um, You know, just messaging uh, people that are in your network that you know, like, for example, uh, I have a a cousin that loves Volkswagens, right? So once in a while, I don't talk to this cousin very often, but once in a while, if I see a really cool article about Volkswagens, I'll DM him on Messenger and say, hey, I found this awesome article. And believe it or not, um, not too long ago, he sent me a fat referral out of the blue, right? Hadn't even talked to him maybe in three months, but he sent me a referral and said, hey, I've got a buddy that owns a business and is looking for an agency. And I just thought of you, right? Because you know, just doing these light touches and, and staying in front of all these people in your network and building kind of that connect, that digital connection, those referrals over time, those will add up, right? I mean, maybe it's five referrals a year, but five referrals a year that close is a lot of money, right? Just by doing some simple outreach and touches and showing people that you care and that you're there without even selling them. You know, that stuff is the easy stuff you can do as a real estate agent, that nobody else is doing, right? It's just saying hi sometimes. Hey, just wanted to say hi. Hope all is well. Let me know if I can do anything for you, right? Haven't talked to you in a while. Maybe let's grab coffee when you have time. Talk about how your our kids are going to college, right? Nothing to do with real estate, but you're just staying in front of people and actually showing that you give a shit because uh, you're not the realtor that's just spamming them, trying to get them to, to buy another house or you know sell their house and buy from you again. It's really about just staying in front of people with all the right motive over time 
and using that as what I like to call compounded interest, right? Like uh, Warren Buffett says. Well, I totally agree with you, but um, I think a lot of agents really struggle with that because um, because of the time, you know, the ups and downs of being a real estate agent. But I think you really, um, that's, you've got to have different buckets for different people. And the ones that have, you know, you, you see they're consuming your content or you've, they've done business with you in some yeah. way, that needs to be in your top bucket where you do this personal outreach. But you've got to have a morphology about how people get into that top bucket. And, you know, especially if you're starting out, because you won't have a lot of initial sales or buyers, but it will happen. But you've got to have a morphology of how people get into that top bucket where you're doing a lot of this personal outreach. Would you agree with that, Jack? Yeah, I think it's funny because uh, somebody said to me um, not too long ago, they said, well, you know, I'm an in, in insurance. This is an insurance agent. said, I sell insurance and um, I said, well, I didn't know you sold insurance. I've been Facebook friends and friends with you for years and I just got insurance, right? Like if I would have known that you sold insurance, like I would have got my insurance through you, right? Like it was like simple concept. And I'm, they're like, well, well, how do, how would you have known? I said, well, I follow you on Facebook. I follow your, your sports posts and all this stuff. Like all you had to simply say is like, you know, take a picture in front of state farm, right? I don't, I don't know if that's how they work, but take a, uh, you know, nice picture in front of the state farm office and say, you know, today was a good day. Here's five lessons I learned, um, you know, in the insurance world and post that on your personal page. Because what I think a lot of people don't realize, and this could be in real estate as well, is how are people going to buy from you, especially people that are in your network that, that know that you have a relationship with, but haven't talked to you in years. How are they going to buy from you if they have no freaking clue what you actually sell, right? Like, I mean, at the most simple format is like twice a month, post on your Facebook page, very strategically about how you're excited that you're this house just sold, right? I'm so excited that I just sold this freaking house to my best friends. Um, and I can't wait to see what the future holds for them. Right. I mean, that's a subtle way of letting people know, Hey, I sell freaking real estate. Um, you know, I'm available without actually being a, you know, a selfish jerk. Right. I mean, there's you know, visibility is a powerful thing. You know, uh, attention is a powerful thing and you can do it in very subtle ways. But like I said, if you don't, people don't know what you sell, which I would challenge a lot of real estate agents right now. How many people know that you actually sell real estate that you are friends with or have been friends with in the past? Social media is your vehicle to make sure that they know Mm. so that they don't go buy from one of your competitors because they didn't even know you sold it. Right. I think uh, hopefully Jack's going to stay on and we're going to have some bonus content. (laughs) I wrap up the podcast part of the show. In the bonus, I'm going to be asking Jack about his own mum's experiences and what she's achieved if she's used paid advertising herself. Um, Robert, how can people get hold of you and find out more about you, Robert? If if they really wanted to, they could go to inboundrem.com. And uh, most everything about me and and all of my marketing philosophies is pretty much all there online, plus reviews of all the top uh, real estate marketing technology companies. That's great. And Jack, how can people find out more about you and your words of wisdom? Yeah, just uh, connect with me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Shoot me a DM. Let me know you watch this. And just, uh, yeah, let's just connect there. I think that's the easiest way to go about this, right? 
And if you want to contact me, go to the MailRite website. You can book a free demo and I will personally walk through the software for you. Or you can, um, through Facebook or Twitter, you can get hold of me. I'm pretty easy to communicate with. Love to chat with you and for you to come on the MailRite system. We're going to continue the discussion a bit longer, which you'll be able to watch on the MailRite YouTube channel. We normally post there all our latest content, so go there or the MailRite Facebook page. We'll see you next week, folks, with another great interview or eternal discussion with my great partner, Robert. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.